0: Hey Dreamers, this is Derek Zardis from Globorun.com. I want to run the
1: world and I want to help you do it too.
0: Hey Dreamers, welcome to a mobile version of Dreamers Podcast. Uh, I'm here today joined by my boy Matt. We're here in the car driving to, uh, to a micro center to get some stuff uh it's monday and our our baby melissa and i's baby not matt and i's baby uh is not here yet so uh i had to go run an errand and go pick up and return some things so i was like hey why don't we save time because you know i'm i'm on borrowed time as it is since uh the baby ava grace pardo was supposed to be here uh on saturday and she's not here yet so uh welcome to the show matt
1: Hey, thanks for having me, Joe. And uh, you know, on this uh, awesome road trip to Micro Center, I'm looking forward to checking that place out.
0: Yeah, you haven't been there yet. It's uh, really—it's a hobbyist dream. Uh, I think Fry's Electronics might still be a little bit better, but I haven't been to Fry's in like 12 years. So, uh, Micro Center I have, but Micro Center is like a half hour away, which is why I wanted to record now in the car, so in case anything happens. Uh, and we have to rush back. At least I have this week's episode covered because I love the Dreamers podcast so friggin' much.
1: I know, it's, which is awesome. You managed to fit it in amongst everything else that's going on. I was, you know, like, waiting for like the special, uh, special delivery room episode, but I guess uh, it's still coming up.
0: No, well, I mean, hey, if if uh, we go to the doctor tomorrow uh, uh-huh. on Tuesday, and if if they want to induce her, well, then. Uh, that's okay. We'll see if it's tomorrow, or we'll see if it's a week from now. We'll just—I've been playing everything by year, man. Yeah. And cleaning up the house and stuff. Um, but before I forget to mention it, uh, this week's guest that you want to stick around for after Matt and I—we we still haven't named this uh segment, this segment that we do—the introduction to Dreamers Podcast. Uh, I would say, uh, or not—not uh, not that I would say, but uh, Harneet Bala is an entrepreneur uh and he's my guest later on really awesome guy uh really happy i got to have him on my show and i I know you guys are going to really love uh his interview so uh stick around for that after Nat and i get done rambling i don't know maybe maybe something to do with rambling (laughs) um sounds appropriate but but it's not rambling right because i have notes here uh and i'm not you know i have both hands on the wheel while we're recording going face forward uh, my, my phone is in, it's no, in notes, so I can glance down, and I have about four things I want to, I would like to hit on, but I guess the, the big thing is, is especially since it hasn't happened yet, is the, you know, me becoming, a, a father after, uh, nearly 30 years of being a kid, and still a kid, uh, but I guess a little, uh, maybe I should be at least a
1: teenager now. Teenagers have kids, right? Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> they certainly do, right? But, uh. uh you know, it's, it's definitely it's a life-changing experience. I mean, I don't have any kids of my own, per se, but my, my sister, um, you know, she had a child while well, she was uh, pretty young, and then, so, you know, I almost feel like uh, the surrogate father, you because know, I spent so much time with my niece, uh, i see her practically every single day, so I have some, some feel of what it's like to, uh, to take care of a child, to raise a child, but, I mean, I can only imagine how excited you are to actually have, uh, you know, Ava finally get here, and it's, it's I'm sure it's going to be a whole life-changing thing, and, and for the better.
0: Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm sure it will be, and I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm not, I'm not really scared uh, or nervous. Uh, I, you know, Melissa asked me the other the other night. She was talking about, oh, "Well, you know, this could be like the la- every night could be like the last night we spend together alone in the house." <laughs> uh, and I'm like, "Well, yeah." And I was like, "Yeah." I, I mean, part of me still is a little resistant to that idea, uh, but for the most part. I would say that it's not, it doesn't, like, I, I guess I've kind of rationalized it in my mind to the point where I'm like, well, it's the responsibilities of, you know, having a person that I'm responsible for is not going to get any easier. It's not going to change. Um, if anything, it's only, you know, potentially could get harder, uh, especially as the digital age takes over. Uh, as we as we grew up in the digital age, so we we already fortunately for us have a, a pretty good handle on that. Versus people that are just a few years older than us who didn't really grow up in that digital age or just didn't choose to. True. Um, but yeah, so so I, I mean I, I'm looking forward to all that. Of course, I mean my mind is like I, I'm trying to calm my mind down as far as like we're. Like you got to take it one day at a time, right? Like, I, like I, like I, in my, I know this is going to sound silly, but like I, in my mind, like she's going to come out and she's already going to have a personality. She's like going <laughs> to like, okay, I'm going to, you know, do this with her and that with her. We're going to go to Disney world. And we're going to, and, and I'm just like, all right, well, uh, you know, I, like, uh, I got to slow it down. I got to slow it down in my, for my own sake and for my own mind, because a, it's not going to be that fast. Uh, but it, w- it, it in retrospect, it will be, because, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty, and, and things happen, like, overnight. It does seem to go by awfully, quick. Yeah, yeah, it does. And, and, uh, I, I just, I don't, I don't, I, like, I don't want to miss anything, like, I guess, getting myself revved up for what's to come. Mm-hmm. As far as, like, oh, well, you know, eventually we'll be able to go and, uh do sports, and I'll be able to teach her how to, like, write, pro like, little programs and understand how computers work, and, you know, DJing's a whole thing, and, you know, show her all these things, but, uh, yeah, I, try, I gotta, I gotta keep, like, pulling, reining myself back in, and, and I'm sure, I'm sure that once she gets here, uh, it, obviously, because it'll be more real then, right, it won't, it won't be... Well, I can't wait till we get to this. I can't wait to, till we get to that because
1: now she's actually here. Right and at that point, you'll be more focused on the day to day, and like I said, time will pass by so quick. You know, you really want to have time to sit there and think about all the things that you can't do at the moment. It just, you know, be so focused on the things that need to be done. And but it's it's all really rewarding, and you know, you got to think this is your legacy now. This is a <laughs> It's
0: yeah, it's a it's a pretty big part of it. That's that's for sure. Um. So, so yeah, so I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, Melissa is as well and it's, it's going to be a really great time. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a really great time.
1: As far as, you know, not having time to yourselves as much. I mean, yeah, there's always babysitters If she gets a little bit older, you know, uh, spend the weekend with grandma or, you know, whatever or your sister. <laughs> or, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's definitely, uh, it, yeah. I mean, there, there's definitely that. Right. Um, so, so something else I wanted to touch on this week, uh, kind of going along with the same uh, tone or the same thought process, is Melissa and I just watched *Daddy's Home* with uh, Mark Wahlberg and my not least favorite actor, but not one of my favorites, uh, Will. Um, uh, I can't even recall his name. Arnett? No, uh, not um, Arnett. Maybe I'm thinking of wrong. Um,
1: Will Farrell. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's probably the
0: yeah, well, so it, it just came out uh, on on DVD or, or on Apple TV or whatever. And uh, so we watched it, and, and I think it had, like, a really great message that, you know, uh, even, like, even though every... It, it had some funny moments, but for the most part, a lot of the stuff was really forced. Like, the, a lot of the... Especially in the beginning, everything was, like, super forced, like, trying to be funny type things. And some of it was a bit over the top, but... Uh, the, it had a great message about like there's always there's always somebody that we're trying to betray or not betray but like Poor portray Kay. sorry portray 4k okay. uh, <laughs> and uh, the, it's always like a, a a tougher image of ourselves than than what we actually probably are trying to impress other people and trying to uh, win the hearts of others when really it's it's the when you're the most like yourself that you can connect on a level with other people that once they finally take their barriers down mm-hmm. um which you know if you, if you haven't seen it you, you probably haven't uh it, it's 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 worth a watch it's like an hour and a half it, it's like i said it's got some funny parts but it, it's worth the watch but uh it's just funny that it, you know we were watching it on the week uh coming up of uh, actually, being a dad versus uh, this—you know—a stepdad trying to be a dad, and then the dad coming home to be like, "Oh, hey guys, I know I haven't seen you in like a year, whatever. Here's twenty bucks." Um, so yeah, so so there's there's that, and, and and growing up in a in a situation where I had uh, a stepdad, right. uh, I could definitely identify with some of the things that that happened in there, even though. Uh, it was nothing like the movie <laughs> uh, The other thing I want to talk about was Oh, so 50 Cent I don't know if you saw this, Matt But 50 Cent uh, he, he got questioned by the feds Because uh, he was taking pictures on Instagram Of all
1: this money that he has did you Did you see this? No, but this sounds like a familiar story
0: <laughs> Yeah well, because as you as you may or may not know, he uh, claimed bankruptcy. Yeah, that's... A pretty big deal. So not, you shouldn't be taking pictures right. on Instagram of a
1: bunch of money. It seems to be like a recent trend of... Yeah, other people <laughs> had... Same thing. They declared bankruptcy and are showing pictures of money or boats or guns. It's like, okay, how are you affording all this stuff if you're bankrupt? You know, oh, these are from the archive. Was, this is like 10 years ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, well, he, it's funny because he didn't try to say any of that. What right. his
0: response was was um the money wasn't real oh yeah so i guess what he did like i guess they just printed out dollar bills or whatever or 20s or hundreds out of the printer
1: and also illegal (laughs) well
0: it is illegal but i would imagine it's more illegal if you try to spend it right like no one's going to go to like a grade school and crack heads because
1: pretty sure because you're printing
0: money on paper
1: i'm pretty sure you're
0: just not allowed to print money period (laughs) you probably shouldn't it's probably not a good idea uh but you know his defense was well the money wasn't actually real it was it was it wasn't real money so i you know my my point the point i was getting with this Mm -hmm. isn't because it's a pop culture thing so much as, uh, going back to last week when we were talking about Bernie Madoff and how everybody just, or not everybody, but most people seem to like, oh, if I just fake it, then, uh, I make it and everything works. Uh, and, and it's okay to just be disingenuous like that. I'm sure he is not seeing that way. Cause he has a, you know, 50 cent has a, um,
1: you can look at it as being disingenuous, but if what you're faking is something that is a form of self-improvement and it's bettering yourself, yeah, I don't think it's a bad thing at all. And, well, unless you're trying you know, to spend that money, uh, <laughs> then well, it okay, is we're bad. We're talking about fake money. That's we're not, that's <laughs> not really that's,
0: right. But in general, just, yeah. no, you're you're correct. You know, uh, try you know putting yourself in a position where you. Uh, Care about other people, or, or, or want to do more, yeah, even if you don't want to do it. But putting yourself in that position will right. ultimately lead you to uh,
1: behaviors that where you want to do more. Just like any kind of other behavior, right. you got to put yourself in uncomfortable situations. For example, like if you're someone that if you're someone that you know wasn't good with crowds, it would really benefit you to go out you know, like once a week and just go out to a club or go out somewhere. You know, you hate the idea, you don't want to do it, but over time you'll grow more comfortable with it and. It's the only way you're ever going to overcome some of these, um, I, I guess, I don't know, character faults, for lack of a better term, and, you know, it only benefits you in the long run. That's true. Because, it, I, honestly, in, in my work experience, it's really not what you know, it's who you know, and the more you can socialize, the more you can network with people, it, it just opens up so many more opportunities, professionally and, and you know, even just in, like, personal life. It, it's really worth it to, uh, you know, you gotta, you got to get out there and just make yourself known. <laughs> yeah
0: so no i i I totally agree so uh i you know i just don't want people uh i i I want people to be genuine about it though even if it's coming from a place of like i'm trying to better myself Uh, not taking pictures of if you can be honest
1: about it and not be like all right i'm trying to act a certain way so i can rip you off (laughs) well (laughs)
0: again assuming that 50 wasn't lying about that right in this in this specific case but uh but yeah, so I, I just thought it was funny that that's a, you know there was another situation that popped up in, in my newsfeed that uh, I could use to go along with my Bernie Madoff is the scum, not the scum of the earth,
1: but like <laughs> pretty pretty darn down there. But you know, pretty, that's pretty darn down there. It's just another sign of you know like the way like when, when we were growing up, you know we didn't have all this social media. I mean you would hey well it's the messenger was the closest thing to yeah, that and compared time. to the choices nowadays it's like it's nothing it's a joke I mean it's just become so complex for people to really expose every little aspect of their lives I wonder if they don't really stop the, the thing twice like hey is this gonna have any negative effects me just sending these pictures out here to the internet where everybody can see them or you know just writing a statement that you know I, I personally believe in but other people might find controversial and I'm a political figure or I'm an actor and you know, people are looking for anything, little thing, uh, like a chick in the armor to take it, run with it, like, you know, this guy did this, or this guy said that. It's like, <laughs>
0: Well, there's no such thing as bad press. And to go along uh, with that, yeah. to go along with that, um, and actually, I don't know if I, I mentioned this before, but, you know, everybody likes, uh, you know, the pickle, my, my man, uh, Kanye West, right? right? But here's the thing. If we're not talking about Kanye West, then Kanye West isn't doing his job. He's not doing his job then. Because that's part of his job—is to be talked about. That's how all these tabloids make their money, dude. If they—if they weren't talking about them, then they're not. Then it's not happening. Yeah, I mean, but you he want, takes it to the next level, where like the whole world. If you want to lump him in the same does.
1: category as somebody like, well, Kim Kardashian or Paris Hilton, where, you know, well, yeah. he, he
0: does actually make music. Well, that's and the thing. He actually has a talent. Stuff. So I
1: think you're kind of shortchanging him a little bit. Oh me? Yeah. No, but it
0: It is... I'm saying it's part of his job. I mean, job.
1: Kanye's music, I think, is good enough that it could stand on its own. He just doesn't produce enough of it, but... Well, that's true, too. I Maybe mean, that's partly because he's so busy... Creating other stuff. Just I don't know. Tw- tweeting, for the most part.
0: Yeah, well, it's funny, because he didn't use the tweet. Like, um, before he, he launched Donda, he, he didn't... He had a Twitter account. He had one... He followed one person. He still only follows one person. That's Kim, his wife, and... Uh, and, that, and, that, and that's it and he would barely tweet and when he would tweet he would tweet on like rants but then that would be right. it like for, for a while but it just seems like he's come out more to to be more social and part of that is because he real, like I guess he realized the power that he, he held um, you know when he, he says stuff people talk about it so mm-hmm. I mean we're talking about it right now so but I'm okay with that because I, I personally like him a lot uh, so so yeah I, I, know, I forget where we're going with this
1: I guess we started off on uh, faking it till you make it and then, you know, just kind of got off on a tip. Uh, that,
0: that's true. Yes. Yeah. So, um, so that, that wraps up that for sure. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's the, that's the, that's it. That, that's what I have for this week uh, that I really wanted to, to focus on. And uh, so, yeah, so I guess we we'll be, we'll be seeing uh, Ava come next week's episode. If, if, if it's not happening on like a Saturday or something, I, I don't know. It depends. It depends on when it's gonna happen. So,
1: and she can try to have the baby on a weekend and be more convenient for me. You know, yeah, I know. So you could yeah. be there. And it, and it, yeah, <laughs> just just throwing it out there. You know, you just hold off a little bit. Every, everybody's looking for the convenience.
0: <laughs> I, I know, man. My dad's like itching to go to Florida. No. He's like, hey, when when's she gonna no, get just, here? So we I gotta step go. Step up the like, schedule. <laughs> yeah, which <laughs> I, I mean, to production here.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: I I know, but it's. It, You know, to speak about it, honestly It's kind of sad Because, well, let's face it Right My dad knew, like, he he took his boat Down to Florida uh, For the winter He didn't spend much time there Up until, uh, well, he went down Like one week in January And then one week uh, In February But, and I think it comes back I think he's having it uh, shipped back up In the, like, I don't know, whenever. Like April or May or something like that. But my point is, is you knew that there was a baby coming along this winter in March. Yeah. And I mean, that time, I mean, she's gonna, you know, you go away for two weeks, she's gonna look different than she did in those first two weeks. She's gonna look different a month from then. And I mean, he's free to do what he wants and it, you know, it doesn't really affect me all that much, but I just think that going back to what I was saying about enjoying every moment, um, and how I, you know, in my mind I was I'm kind of like hitting the fast forward button, fast forward button game, Cause she's not here. Cause I guess I'm plotting out all the things that I want to show her. Right. Um, versus, versus when she gets here and it's like, okay, now it's one day at a time until we, you know, we, we get to those things. Um, I don't know. I, I, I just, I, I would be want to be around. I guess that's 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 all I'm saying.
1: No, I understand what you're saying. I guess in his defense, you know, he's in a different uh, stage of his life where it's like, all right, he's seen one baby, he's seen them all. <laughs> no, but, uh, dude, uh, that's one. No, you only get one got, first grandchild. Hey, Let's, Joe, we got Instagram. You know, come on, send me some pictures. Yeah, but nah, nah, no, no, he'll. I'm sure. I don't he'll, think it's like that, it's, but uh, <laughs> but he'll he'll be there often enough. Uh, you know, she's not going anywhere, and I, I don't think she's going to change that that quickly. Well, um, I, I didn't think so either, but, uh, you know,
0: talking to Melissa about it, she's like, yeah, when, by, like, two, every two weeks or so, she's going to start looking different. Huh. Like, she'll start changing and growing, and, you know, you go away for a month and come back, and it's like, wow. She'll have her own podcast. Yeah, <laughs> she would She probably will.
1: um <laughs> So, so, yeah. So, I, I, Dad, you better like me on iTunes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I'll leave a rating and review, I promise. Um, you better. And speaking of rating and reviews, you should rate and review Dreamers Podcast because it's awesome and we're having a great time. And uh, the download numbers have, have been increasing since we started this segment that's still unnamed. If you have any suggestions for it, uh, being an outside listener, it would be awesome to, uh, to get some of the suggestions. So you can tweet or... You know, Instagram me or uh, Facebook, whatever. It's all on the website, superjoeparter.com, so you can reach out that way. Uh, we should, So you should stay tuned for uh, for uh, Hardney Bala, who is going to be my guest on the show uh, just in a, in a minute here. Matt, I really appreciate you coming uh, on this ride to Micro Center. This, this is actually the first mobile uh, edition of, of Dreamers Podcast recorded from a car so hopefully it sounds all right hopefully won't be the last (laughs) yeah hopefully it won't be the last that's what i gonna say uh yeah so uh again thank you Matt for coming on thank you and uh we'll see you again uh, we'll, we'll be back here next week hopefully unless uh unless Ava gets here then I'll probably just release the interview that I have coming up and I don't recall who that guest is but I'm sure that it's going to be awesome because every guest I have coming up is just absolutely amazing doing wonderful things in the world so uh yeah stay tuned for Harneet Bala Hey Dreamers, this show is made possible by listeners like you. If you love the work that has been done so far, please consider going to howtodream.co slash donate to contribute. Thank you so much for your consideration and support. Today I'm talking with, and I'm, I, I really want to get this right, Harneet Bala. Does, did I do it right? Yeah, exactly. It, 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 yeah, it looks a lot like Baller and and he is uh, killing it in, in online business and helping other people establish and scale their online business. And that's how he is making his dreams come true. So Harneet, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you, man, for having me on the show. And I'm really excited to to share a lot of information with your audience.
0: I'm looking forward to it because I know I. I mean, I'm in the online internet business mo- space uh, to a certain extent, so uh, I'm looking to to definitely get some information out of it as well for myself.
2: But uh, why don't yeah, we, exactly
0: why don't we get started by going into your background?
2: Okay, so uh, I come from a very kind of a humble background. I'm I was born and brought up in kind of a very small town in India, that's Yamunanagar. Uh, not very technical, te- technically advanced, and every pe- every person around that was basically busy with the offline stuff and running their own offline businesses. That was like a traditional format. Uh, from the childhood, I was having like a couple of passions. One of them was psychology, and another one was a passion for all the technical equipments that you see around like mobiles, iPads, and gadgets, and these kinds of things so i think the combination of both of these things got me into digital marketing and then i basically started my first venture while i was in school and college and then i got into seo and then i learned all other all other complete uh, techniques of the online marketing environment and built my ventures around that and as i was building my own kind of websites and these kinds of stuff a lot of people were pinging me around for for consulting services and for speaking on the digital marketing and these elements so I finally got my space into the digital marketing, consulting, coaching, and speaking.
0: Wow. All right. Well, that that's that's pretty awesome that you, uh, it seemed like you, you had an idea that that's where you wanted to head from the start.
2: Yeah, exactly. So I'm really passionate about growing my own network and trying to help as many people as I can around me. And I think being a coach, consultant, and speaker is exactly where I really wanted to be. And I'm, I'm happy to achieve all of these things that that I was looking forward to. Oh
0: well, that, that's awesome. Um, so let's let's go in a little bit deeper into uh, the, the first steps that you took once you decided that you because you, you you started out with the idea that you wanted to uh, well, it's a psychology, right yeah so so let's talk about the the steps that you took to make that transition to uh to internet business and and speaking and towards that life instead
2: yeah, so I think uh psychology is a very kind of a i would say a jargon kind of a word for a lot of people and they think that it is like a very complicated study and it is all about like a lot of brain mechanisms and all of these things, but I am kind of a student of i would say a simplified version of psychology. And that is all about how people react to certain messages, what are their emotions when they talk to me and when they talk to other people, uh, how they react to the situation, and what exactly is happening in their brain and in their kind of mind. And I think online marketing is exactly that, where you help people in understanding uh, your copy that you write on the landing pages, you give them their lead offers, then you see whether they convert, whether they like your message or not. Uh, if not, you try to kind of uh, tweak the message in a, in a better sense in a different marketing angles that you use in your advertisement, in your copies, and everywhere around that. And I think uh, these two things are pretty similar because it is all about like, as we are on this podcast as well, what your audience might be thinking at this moment while listening to it is kind of a psychological effect as well that what we try to present to them. So I think I was always in the same field, uh, but... Digital marketing was was the thing that helped me to understand that okay, I can use the psychological principles in the digital marketing field.
0: Well, yeah, because yeah, and and I, that makes perfect sense. And and utilizing psychology in that sense rather than using utilizing it in the I guess the traditional maybe what people first would go to is like, hey, I'm gonna go be a psychologist uh, and and help people in that in that uh, field.
2: Yeah, exactly. And on the Dreamers podcast, we never do the traditional stuff.
0: <laughs> no, no. Generally, we we do not. And uh, so, I I definitely have a deep appreciation for that. And as well as uh, the whole online marketing thing, it's it's very really tough. Marketing to me is is. Well, it's, it's tough, but at the same time, it's, it's like simple, right? And like, sometimes I, 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 and personally, I get too wrapped up in the technical side of things to like, break it down to like the most simplistic form that it could possibly be. And, and I, I get tripped up a lot with that.
2: Yeah. I think a lot of people, actually, a lot of my clients, when they come to me for, for like in the first phase of their life, when they are looking forward to establish their online business, they feel uh, they're like very overwhelmed with all the all the techniques that you see around. So a lot of people come to me and say like, hey, I have like learned that there is SEO, there's affiliate marketing, there's email marketing, there's Facebook ads, Twitter ads, LinkedIn ads, and hundreds of other ways. So what way to go? What is branding? How to do a brand? How to create a brand? What is content marketing? Should I do a blog, a podcast, a video, uh, plus email marketing, minus this and all these stuff. So they're like so overwhelmed with it. And I think the simplest version that I can give you of the compl- any online business is like, uh, first you understand what is your offer what that you are telling to the people. So what is your core product or service that you are pitching them? Uh, the, another important element is the traffic. So where you are going to get people onto your offer. It can be SEO. It can be using uh, database marketing. It can be using Facebook ads. It can be using hundreds of other ways. So choose a couple of them and then go after them. And the last is obviously the conversion, the sale of it. So how do you convert those traffic into your customers? So this is a three-step, very simple process of the complete online marketing world that you see around.
0: Yeah, I mean, and and, and it, obviously there's like, Way more to it than than just that, because like you you know you say just like social media aspect, and it's like okay, well there's there's three major players, but then there's tons of other smaller players. Which one do you focus on? I mean the whole you know the whole online business thing is is it's it's a lot to wrangle if you're not used to uh, anything past like hey I check my email and check Facebook, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it is like a lot complicated when you are not aware of all of these elements. So if we talk about, let's say, just one social media platform that is like Facebook, you can actually spend your entire life doing Facebook marketing as well, just like John Loomer does that. So John Loomer is kind of an authority in Facebook marketing. So same, um, you can be an expert in one particular field or you can expand the horizon in, in all of the different fields. But yes, in the beginning, it would be complicated and the only way to get passed through that element is by actually putting it, putting in the work, putting in the hustle and trying to learn the complete dynamics of that environment and then implementing and then checking up whether it is working or not and then scaling up what is working and kind of shutting down all what is not working for you.
0: And doing all that before they change the rules and change the... (laughs) change the algorithms and everything, you know, to have to start, not completely fresh, but, you know, start over again to figure it out. Um.
2: Yeah, I, 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 exactly. But I think if you are in business, um, there are millions and millions of external factors that are not in your hand anyways. And if you are a true entrepreneur, the only thing you have to do is adapt with that environment and try to go ahead of that. Rather than just complaining about it that the environment changed, and I am not able to do that, so I think this is the this is the very basic quality that every entrepreneur has to have in that.
0: No, I I'd agree and and I think uh what's re- what would be really important is is like you uh, so kind of alluded to was was focusing on one one platform uh at especially when you're just getting started to uh to to what you're going to cultivate and then you can you know you can always build out from there but you know really just having one platform that's the you know your bread and butter butter so you have your social proof there. Uh, you know, so, sure. You might not have social proof in Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, but at least if you if you start somewhere, you can have like, hey, look, I'm in Facebook, and I have you know a lot of social proof there so far.
2: Yeah, exactly. I think um, this is the biggest mistake that every person, uh, a lot of people actually do in when they are starting out. So they are like investing one hour on Facebook, one hour on Twitter, one hour on LinkedIn, and these kinds of stuff. And that is actually costing them a lot of money because they actually try to go after the get rich kind of a quick scheme. And they are like, okay, let's try LinkedIn now, let's try Twitter. And they are not able to use 100% of any platform. And the worst part, if you are into, let's say, paid marketing and you are just starting up and you have just like $1,000 of, uh, of money to invest into something and then you divide it into three parts that, okay, I'm going to try... on Facebook ads, $300 on Twitter ads, and $300 on LinkedIn ads, and then you come up with with not any kind of like specific knowledge of any of these platforms. That's how it works, rather than if you just try to invest the complete $1,000 in one platform and then uh, getting a lot bigger data to actually compare.
0: Yeah, definitely. And, and, you know, cause you don't get a big enough sample size to know what works or doesn't work. Cause each of the platforms have different triggers, uh, that people, you know, like, you know, supposedly Instagram is really good for selling things right now. Like if you have like a product that you can show in a picture or a short video versus like Facebook, you know, copy is, 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 seems to work a little better, uh, with Facebook video and, and all that. But, but each of them work you know differently with the with their users so it's important like you said to 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 just go all pick a platform go all in on it learn it the best you can uh and then you'll have a better sample size of like what works and what doesn't work rather than trying to do that across three
2: yeah exactly and i think you should be able to understand what exactly is your product and service all about so for example if your product and service is all about let's say fashion and you are like cool sturdy kind of a fashion i think linkedin would not definitely not work for you because people are there for a professional network not for a casual network so there is no point of promoting like uh cool cool t-shirts on on linkedin so you should be able to understand your product and service as well and then go after with the right platform rather than just be blindfolded and try to go after every platform because there are millions of users there but the intention and the intent of these people over there over that platform is not what you are looking for
0: definitely now harney when you decided that you were going to make this decision to i guess basically become an entrepreneur uh how how did your family take that
2: (laughs) now uh being in india it was like a, a a lot traditional and it was like why are you going after entrepreneurship and and what the hell actually entrepreneur means? So there were like two terms, either you are into a job or a service, what you say, or you are kind of into business. So entrepreneur is not, not what what traditional business people are. So uh, the complete friends and family were like, are you getting into business? I'm like, yeah, I'm getting into business, but more kind of an, with an entrepreneurship mindset. And everyone was still confused. what uh, There is any difference between a business owner and an entrepreneur or not, and there is a big difference. So yes, there were a couple of hurdles that I crossed up with confidence and kind of um, showing them up some proofs that really helped them ease up their, their tension and their pressure that they had on, on all of them and the care that they did for me. But eventually, there was a lot of support around my family and my friends that really helped me to go through those tough times.
0: Yeah, it's tough, right? Because it's like they they just care about you, but it's... It makes it that much tougher to make that decision because then, you know, uh, more self-doubt comes in because you're like, well, if they think it's a bad idea, I don't know, maybe, you know, they've been around a lot longer than I have, you know?
2: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You definitely think that way for for a couple of minutes. But eventually I think there is is something called the gut feeling and something that, that your soul really needs. So when you basically figure that out that this is what my soul needs and you have faith in yourself and and I would say faith in something else. It might be a God, it might be it might be your luck, it might be a piece of paper or it might be a piece of stone or whatever it is. So you move forward with that and you say I am going to make it and even if I doubt myself or not. So eventually I think every person gets into self doubt but getting over it is, is the biggest game. So I think get over it and try to go ahead. There might be a lot of adventures waiting for you guys.
0: Oh, definitely, definitely. I mean, you know, self-doubt can – it can be a good thing because it it, it can give you, um, you know, some hesitation without the, the need to feel like you have to hedge your bets. And if you hedge your bets, usually that doesn't work out that well uh, in the long term.
2: Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> so i think every negative feeling that we have is actually beneficial for us as well in some particular terms so for example if you are going to take a very big risk into into something and you and you kind of doubt yourself and you say okay i i think i can do i can take a calculated risk so i think taking calculated risk is still better than taking a blindfolded risk and trying to see what actually happens so i think um Um, a lot of messages that are being spread online are actually really fake and they really don't make sense in the real world. And people are, like, following them like crazy. So you don't have to be, like, leave one thing to get into another thing and just try to basically take your life upside down in in one shot. You can actually take a couple of years to achieve your dreams and there is no kind of... uh, nothing wrong with that and you are not a failure if you are taking more time to get get to your dreams so i think the complete concept of dreaming and the success and uh, um, entrepreneurship and kind of uh, achieving the materialistic wealth and the celebrity status and everything is kind of overrated and it is not getting in the way as it should be and i think we should be more practical when we talk about these things so that The younger generation and all the people that want to get into that can actually get a a foolproof success plan rather than just jumping off the cliff and trying to build uh, uh, an aeroplane on the way. I think this is the most uh, useless quote that I have ever seen on the internet. That is like the jump off a cliff and try to build something. Um, I don't think it works this way in the realistic world. So we have to be little like, a little comfortable with ourselves and we should not be like beating our head all the time that you are a loser you are a failure you can't do anything of that sort so let's easen up this race a little bit and try to achieve what we truly need from inside not from the outside world only
0: yeah i mean it, it definitely uh is tough especially if you if you really have no idea what you're doing and you're like oh i'm just gonna quit my job and going to go, uh, you know, be an entrepreneur. Well, what are you going to build? What do you, you know, sometimes we we don't always have, and I, I find this tr- true to, for myself. Um, I don't always have the best means of explaining it to people. Uh, I know that's a, a weakness of mine that I've been working on trying to get better at explaining things to people, but, um, you know, we have to at least know, and we have to have enough confidence in ourselves. Like I said, self doubt is important because it helps check ourselves. But at the same time, you got to have enough confidence to be able to go through and not just waver and be like, "Well, you know, maybe it'll work," and 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 maybe this is a plan. Like, but but I know, like from my personal standpoint, it's like sometimes you know people have asked me, "Well, like, what's your business plan look like?" And I'm talking to them about it, but like, it, I I just. It's hard sometimes to explain it, especially for people who don't want to see it.:
2: Yeah, exactly. So I think as we just talked about before this interview was starting about a baby girl is coming at your house in the next couple of months, right Yes, yes. So yeah, so we have to be ready with these kinds of things as well, and we have to be like foolproof with that we have to take care of that girl as well. And uh, there is no point of kind of risking up everything because there is some more responsibility on, on us now. And there is no way that we should be kind of rotating around uh, our dreams and saying that ignore everything. Everything would get on track because uh, I believe something would work out. So, for example, if you want to start a new podcast, it hardly takes these couple of hours that we are talking right now. It doesn't matter if you are in a day job a uh, whole day and then you just record a podcast session in the evening by by 8 to 10. There There's no harm in starting up a side business and then trying to figure it out. And once you are able to figure it out, then you can actually get, get into full time. So uh, I think people should uh, take decisions more kind of carefully and uh, trying to understand your circumstances and then get through it not kind of around it. So a lot of people actually, when they get into stress, into pressure, uh, into kind of very deep situation, they they try to kind of run away from that and try to look for the escape. I think that is not the right thing. You should not look for the escape. You should actually go through it so that you get that kind of a confidence, um, that kind of, I would say, uh, self-esteem, that kind of potential, and you really raise the bar for yourself So whenever you feel like that things are not working out, don't try to escape from them. If you are stuck in a nine to five thing, I actually challenge you to get stuck for next one year more and then try to build a side business. There is no point of just saying coming home on welfare on kind of on credit cards and and boosting about that. You are an entrepreneur now. Um, It is like overrated now.
0: (laughs) yeah uh yeah taking getting a loan or 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 putting yourself like way in debt uh putting you know you have to weigh everything calculated risks like you said earlier super important especially if you have no experience doing this and uh have every intention on making it like a sustainable thing you have to calculate everything and Uh, You know, you you don't always have to have the best plan the first time around, but you got to have a plan and sometimes it doesn't hurt to like balance it off other people just to, you know, just so they can hear it. Right. So because a lot of times, you know, you you hear it in your head and you're like, oh, that makes sense. But then you have to until you say it out loud and and you 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 see people's facial reactions back to it, (laughs) uh, then you can can get some kind of feedback. Yeah,
2: exactly. Now, uh, I remember a quick story Um, I think I heard it in a video or it was in personal I still don't remember how it was so there were like a couple of friends one of them was like architect and another one was like a business owner and things were not working out really good for the business owner and they meet one new good friend of them so they were just discussing about business and all of these things and then they talked about what are you doing and he was like uh, the first friend was like, I'm an architect. So he asked him, Hey, where did you learn your architecture and all of these things? So he gave them the college name and he told them that I hold this bachelor's of degree in architecture and I have done like training under this famous architect and things would really work out because I now have a job and everything. So then the other, he asked the other person, what are you doing, man? And he was like, I'm in business. So the next question was, where have you learned business from? And he was like, what? <laughs> we, we don't have to learn business so he was like are you kidding me you are doing a business and you don't have to learn business ethics and all of these things you just jumped off and try to learn the business on the way and he said this is the this is the whole way and he was like no this is not the whole way you should have mentors and people around it that can actually uh hand hold you and help you out go through these these paddles and that is why coaches consultants uh, these speaking sessions that we do, mentorships are really important when you are getting started with all of these things.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I would agree. The only, the only way that I would say that you might not necessarily need as much of those is if you started out as a hobby and do it for a couple of years, get a little bigger, like, you know, not looking for that exponential, like boom, right out of the, out of the gate, um, you know, if you, if you started out doing something as a side piece and a side piece and a side piece, but, uh, yeah, if you're, if you're looking at like, okay, I'm going to quit my job. I have this idea, but I don't have the business plan or, or, or any kind of model or any kind of real knowledge on like majority of the things that you're going to have to do to get there. Uh, that's, that's where, you know, consulting and, and coaches and all that stuff can come into play. And there are some really great ones out there. And I, I like, I, I like what you said earlier about how uh there's a lot of people out there that that are just you know kind of faking it um because there are and it's it's sometimes it's really hard to tell uh because <laughs> they do a they do such a great job of faking it. it's like you know what, what 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 could you put that that time and effort into if you if you didn't spend that time and effort faking it
2: <laughs> yeah exactly i don't know a lot of people do that And I think it is like just to make quick bucks online and try to scam a couple of people and get their money onto their pockets. But this is still not a long-term project. So I think if you're faking up, this is very short-term and you should be having a very long-term project with faking as well. (laughs) That how to fake it at at an expert level (laughs) and kind, kind, kind of continue it for a long period of time so that eventually those faking Uh, turn out into something materialistic as well because um, at the end you cannot spend 50 years faking your life right Uh, you you can fake for one year for two years for three four five years but you cannot fake for 50 years throughout your life (laughs) so I think uh, hire someone actually who is a big time faker (laughs) and tell (laughs) and pay him to teach him how to fake
0: (laughs) I mean the only the only person I could think of was the guy that was in the movie uh, Catch Me If You Can, played by Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> that uh, you know that that would probably be the only example I could think of. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, Harney, what's what's been the biggest
2: roadblock for you to overcome? Um, I think biggest roadblock was my mindset and uh, the limited resources that I was having. So uh, I was basically one day I was like feeling very low of it. it, I don't know when it was. It was like 2010 or nine or eight or something of that sort. I was feeling very low because of the lack of limited resources, lack of resources, actually, I'm sorry. And I was kind of thinking of that. Hey, I cannot invest in mentorships. I cannot invest in these kinds of coachings. Um, How would I move forward? I cannot buy thousands and thousands of dollars of paid traffic how would i get the data and everything so i was listening to tony robbins and he has a very very famous quote and that is resourcefulness is the ultimate resource so i i heard his complete speech and it was all about that whatever you have around you is a resource and you are not utilizing it to the maximum and uh, you should look after every resource that you have and then try to put it into action and things would move out and try to take baby steps so from that moment i i used every every smallest resource that i can see around me and then i used them up and then try to take some baby steps and move ahead and then the mindset was another issue i was not having that uh, that mindset that understood the complete online marketing scenario the online marketing complete world or how to build this network or how to actually talk to people. Uh, Being an Indian American accent was an issue as well because I was not able to understand American English, Uh, not American English because uh, just the language English, I would say. And uh, so there were a couple of barriers that were like uh, due to my nationality. There were a couple of barriers due to lack of resources. There were a couple of barriers due to, lack of like abundant mindset. So these were like a couple of types of roadblocks that I was having that I finally got through them.
0: I I think the the mindset thing is so important because I I know for me, it's been something that I uh, have wrangled with the mindset of like, okay, I have to do everything myself, Um, you know, calling upon favors. Like I don't mind doing it. It's not, it's not ideal. You know, it's the, the, those types of things. Um, I, I've heard it referred to as a, as a few different terms, but I, I'm drawing a blank at the moment of what the the term. I think it was like the broke mindset or something like that. I, uh,
2: yeah, broke mindset?
0: Is that is that is that? Am I hitting on the right term there?
2: Yes, broke mindset is the right thing, yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> see, I told you I'm bad at explaining things. Um. <laughs> uh. So, but yeah, like the idea that it's like, you, you know, you don't have a lot of resources and you just, you, you you try to struggle with what you have, what you have in front of you, but there's like, there's you do have resources, you just don't want to see them or use them for one reason or another. And it, it definitely uh, puts up a lot of roadblocks that you could quickly take down if you, you know, do the work and have friends and, and, you know, utilize those relationships and then help those friends out in return, obviously, uh, down the road.
2: Yeah, exactly. I think um, psychology can explain this answer really well. Um, As you all know that we have a subconscious brain, right? And subconscious brain throughout the years of a life has been trained to only focus on the things that we really want to see and ignore all the things that we don't want to see. Now, a quick example of that is, uh, let's assume you don't have a specific version of a car before, and you have never seen that on roads as well. But once you buy that, it is like everywhere. And you're like, hey, uh, everyone is driving like Hyundai, because you got a Hyundai, right? Now, uh, your subconscious brain has Hyundai in it now, and it automatically searches for all the Hyundais around it. And you don't even know about that this process is going on into your subconscious brain. Now, the same thing happens with the broke mindset and the mindset of abundance and kind of trying to figure it out, everything that is around it. So once you basically train your subconscious brain to be grateful, to be looking for opportunities, to look out for positivity rather than negativity, I think opportunities will automatically come in front of you because you would be having the right mindset and trying to focus on that only. So uh, psychology is basically the answer here. And as Tony Robbins again says that 80% of the success is psychology and 20% is mechanics. Um, I think he's really spot on uh, because if you don't have the right mindset, even if I tell you on this call that, "Hey, uh, hey, Joe, would you like to work with me and I can help you take Dreamers podcast to the next level right now? And if you have a negative mindset, you might think it is a sales pitch you might think that he's just trying to sell me up and you would not invest because of your mindset, your trust issues and a lot of other things. So, the same happens with us as well at a particular spot. We too get stuck with that because we don't believe that this is possible. So, once you get over it, I think everything is possible and the opportunities will come in front of you on your own and you would actually be going after the opportunities with a lot more power rather than just sitting on the couch and trying to wait for the opportunities to come to you.
0: Yeah, you know, waiting, waiting. Well, wait, first of all, was that a sales pitch? <laughs> <laughs> no.
2: that, was not a, <laughs> that was not a sales pitch. I, I will not do a sales pitch on a podcast recording. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. <laughs> No, it, it, it's true, though, because a lot of times, you know, we, we're like, oh, well, we do this thing, and, you know, somebody's going to notice. Someone's going to take, you know, account of it, and and they're going to be like – that, you know, they're not going to be one level above you or two levels or two steps above you. They're going to be like 50 steps above you and they're just going to like cherry pick you out and say, you know what, let's make this into like a CBS show or something like <laughs> like on the play dot it or something like that. It's like, yeah, that can happen, but the odds of that happening are so much like it's just not the odds aren't there. For it to happen versus if you you know you work it and you meet people and you 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 make those connections you know you're you just keep getting better and better odds that something like that could happen for you
2: yeah exactly i think waiting on the couch and trying to see that if things work out on their own i think uh i don't know what to name it there should be a name for this particular people as well Uh, lazy or or whatever you want to say that but i think they are on the mercy of the god and they're just trying to have someone do all the push-ups for them and they build the muscle Uh, this really doesn't happen in the realistic world and these are the only people that are like really pumped up with all the quotes and the success kind of stuff going on in the online world and they're like hey it worked out for them it is just like a couple of years of struggle and it will just work out on its own it doesn't work out now Uh, These are the people who would be buying the get-rich-quick schemes, these softwares, and every single time, and they would be like, hey, it doesn't work. And at the end, they would be like, the complete online marketing industry is a scam. It doesn't work. Uh, Everyone is just trying to scam up over here. So um, I don't know, but things definitely never, ever work this way. You have to do some efforts. You for example, if I want to be a brand or if I want to be a lot, uh, on a lot of podcasts, right now I'm using my voice, right now I'm using my brain, right now I'm investing my couple of hours talking to you and recording this podcast and trying to make it the perfect and trying to see what your audience would like or what what they would not like. So these are all efforts. So if you want to be on the podcast as well and you say that it just worked out for Harneet Um, just like that, it doesn't work out just like that. We actually put in the effort. So here I would actually like to take the opportunity and tell you the time that is in India right now. It's like 1227 in the night. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Right. Yeah. So all the podcasts that you see around my name are actually recorded after 1130 PM in the night. So I'm busy throughout my day with with a lot of work, and I never get the opportunity to, to sit down and actually record podcasts. And I always keep a time frame of after 11:30 in the night, and it goes up to two and three in the morning. So if you are willing to invest some extra time into building your brand, into building your business, into building your customer base, or whatever you want to say that, I think you have to put in put in the required efforts and Um, I always say to people, don't try to be smarter than the other person. Try to outwork them. So don't try to be outsmart outsmart them. Actually try to outwork them because it always, always works. So a quick example of that, let's say um, uh, you're looking forward to, let's say, get on the podcast only. If you actually call 10 people who are having a podcast every single day, and one of them approves it. So in the 30-day period of time, you would have 30 yeses to be on the podcast. Now, at my end, it will change because every single day, I'll talk to 100 people that have a, have the podcast. And now 10 people will say yes. And at the end of the month, I will have a one full year podcasting sessions already uh, already on my calendar. So it is all about like how much work you put in and how much you get out of it.
0: Oh, I love that. And thank you for being up so late. now I understand why I needed the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure that you were calling or you know, that you're in India. I, I didn't know if you lived in another country or something is um
2: <clears throat> excuse me.
0: Many of my guests uh do not live in the country that they were born in.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm l li- I'm still living in India, but more than sixty sixty five percent of my business is actually in, in US and UK. And uh, so, India is just like my my hotel right now where I'm staying, <laughs> but everything is going out from somewhere else. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Harney, what, what did you want to be when you were a child?
2: Okay, uh, the weirdest thing that I wanted to be, I wanted to be an astronaut and uh, I still remember it is called aeronautical engineering when you get into these rocket sciences and trying to build a rocket and everything. It is called aeronautical engineering. Now I remember there was like a career fest in my school, and I was like in in fifth or sixth of these kinds of class. And in that career fest, I was the only one that asked this question that how to get into aeronautical engineering. And the answer of that career expert was, seaman and I told him I want to get into NASA so everything was the hugest uh, huge thing that I wanted to be so I don't want to work for ISRO that is the Indian Space Organization I was like I want to go to NASA and he was like okay so let me tell you the odds out of it so uh, he was like what is the what is the population of India I was like 100 CR and he was like okay let me tell you every year there is only one seat from India that goes into NASA I was like okay <laughs> that that's, that's like a pretty big dream uh I don't know I didn't give up on dream I would not say that but I actually didn't put up the effort because it was just like a childish dream it was not like um the hardcore soul dream of something but this was I was telling everyone when I was a child that what do you want to be I was like I want to be into aeronautical engineering and would be like an astronaut or something of that sort
0: Ah, I love it. And, and that's a shame that, I mean, well, I don't know how many, how that all, how the seats work. Um, but I, I mean, I, you know, heck if every country got a seat, that's still 180 people a year that NASA would have to bring in. So, <laughs> uh, it, yeah, it, it, that, that is a, a really, uh, tough, tough gig to get into apparently
2: yeah exactly so i was like okay perfect so i chose one of the most difficult <laughs> difficult uh things but actually uh frankly it was just like in those couple of years only um eventually i i never thought about it as well and it was just like a childish kind of fantasy i would say
1: mm.
0: well hey you know soon it won't be a, a fantasy because you know with uh richard branson and and his uh and, and and the uh, the X project and stuff like that, like you might still be able to go into space, but uh, in your lifetime.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'll try to build a lot, a uh, lot bigger brand. So that Richard Branson calls me up and say, "Hey, would you like to test that out?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> so with that said, what do your dreams for the future look like?
2: Okay, uh, dreams of future. Actually, um, I'm just trying to build a bigger brand. And I'm looking forward to add value to a lot, lot more people via consulting, coaching and speaking. And I'm just speaking. I don't know when this show is going to go live, uh, but I'm speaking on January 30, 31st in IIT as well. That is a very premium institute in India. And there are like 10 plus people coming from us as well. And there are like all the uh, big CEOs and CTOs speaking over there as well, including me. So, I'm just looking forward for more speaking opportunities to add value in a lot more people, that is like in thousands, and get more clients on board actually to help them up scale and establish their online businesses. So in in, in cut short, it is all about like adding more value to people's life.
0: Yeah, it, it is. And uh I you know, I, I think you're gonna be able to do that. I mean, I know you you've definitely have done that here today, and I I thank you for that.
2: Yeah, I appreciate it.
0: Um, so before we, uh, share if people can connect with you, was there any last thoughts you'd like to share?
2: Um, I think, um, I would uh, like to tell a quote about dreams and it is not my quote or something. It is a very popular quote, but I think this is the exact quote that really makes sense to me and actually defines what a dream is. So the quote is like this, that dream is not what you see when you are sleeping, dream is actually that you see when that that is actually not not letting you sleep so i think this is the exact definition of a dream so if you are just sleeping on the couch and doing and you are saying i want to be something it is like a wannabe thing wannabe is not gonna work it has to be a must so uh, again Uh, I would include Tony Robbins because he says some awesome information on these things. So Tony has a really good quote or or wordings on that as well. He says that uh, if you want the island, burn your boats. And if you are willing to die for it and people tend to succeed when they have one of these options, either they die or either they succeed. So I think burn your boats and make sure that your dreams don't let you sleep and you have a lot of sleepless nights, and then eventually your dreams come true.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, I I remember when I used to dream a lot uh, when I sleep, <laughs> <laughs> and now I don't sleep a whole lot, so... Uh, <laughs> so
2: you have been on the right track now.
0: <laughs> De- definitely, definitely. Uh, so Harney, how, how can people connect with you online?
2: Yeah, so there are a couple of options. One, they can visit my website. Um, that is It's Bhalla, com. Or they can connect with me on Facebook. That is facebook.com forward slash harnitbhalla. That is my personal profile. Or LinkedIn and Twitter. Same, you can search for harnitbhalla on LinkedIn and Twitter. I would love to connect with you across social media and on my website. Awesome.
0: I will have those in the show notes for everyone to uh, reach out and connect with you.
2: Awesome, man. Awesome.
0: Well, I really want to thank you for taking the time and staying up late as, I mean, you probably do anyway, but I appreciate taking that late time where you probably might be doing something else. Uh, <laughs>
2: no, no no worries, man. I think if your audience and you are giving attention to me, attention is the most valuable instrument that valuable commodity that you can get at this moment. And I actually appreciate you and your audience for giving me those 30 minutes or one hour of attention to me. And it really kind of, uh, I would say it really is worth a lot to me.
0: Well, thank you. And, and uh, you're welcome. <laughs> It's, uh, it's been a pleasure, and I uh, would love to have you on the show again sometime in the future.
2: Same, man. Same here, man. Well, thank you very much, Harney. Perfect. Thanks, Joe. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Dreamers Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Dreamers Podcast. Join us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Dreamers Podcast. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the Dreamers Podcast, please send an email to J at jpar.co. This podcast is copyright 2014 by jpar.co.